y'all hey i want to thank you for joining me for the first official episode of for the glory of god podcast Um, i want to start off by sharing a word that i received which is the reason why y'all are getting this first episode today don't let your faith ever be so small that you're trying to substitute or supplement what god gave you to do by getting feedback from other people your faith should always outweigh feedback you get so if god tell you to do something you should not be looking for the approval of others because you already got the ultimate approval from the most high let's get into the, today's topic it's gonna be about good soil i got this revelation a couple months ago and as i said i've been very disobedient to the lord um and not starting this podcast so let's get straight into it let's not waste no more time and um i'm gonna start off by reading like some sort of a script that i wrote down to keep on track because i can ramble four days all right let's get into it this episode is going to be called good soil excuse me and it's about my revelation about the body of Christ today, right? And this is going to be from an excerpt of a devotional that I was reading a couple months back. Um, and it was about Paul's friends, the Corinthians, right? So it was from the book of um, Corinthians. And it was about a time when they were experiencing a lot of hardship, right? They were being hunted and persecuted because of what they believed about Jesus Christ, you know, that he was the long-awaited Messiah, right? So some were even facing death at this time, but Paul encouraged them to endure such fleeting trials with a hope that's beyond this world. Now, I just want you guys to put yourself in their shoes as I'm reading this. As a Christian today, put yourself in the shoes of the Corinthians back then, facing even death for the glory of God, for accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, right? So in Corinthians 4 verse 18, um, I'm reading from the NIV, Paul wrote, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal, right? Now, based on what I read, um, God posed a couple questions to me um, through the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, Based on this specific um, verse, Um, but he took me to a whole nother book to supplement or to like... um, have this topic have some kind of biblical backing because that's the way I realized that the Holy Spirit speaks to me when he does he always backs it up with scripture he always leads me to the right places so that I can have um that backbone (laughs) if you if you want to use that um verbiage but yeah so I'm gonna get right into it and excuse my hoarseness you know just get over it and get to the meat you know eat the meat and spit out the bones my voice right now is the bones I can't help it so a couple of the questions that God posed to me right the first one was how many of us are willing to face persecution even death for the name of Jesus Christ right before we deny him or even worse renounce him as our Lord and Savior now for me this question hit home for me because 
um, a couple years back around like in my late teens, like 19, early 20s, right? I completely denounced Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Um, partially because I was still in covenant with Catholicism, but that's another story for another day. Um, but I renounced Jesus Christ because my faith was not on, it was not on solid ground, right? And that's where we, what, what we're going to get into today, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what we're going to get into today, right? About being on good in good soil like God's word being planted in good soil so when we talk about having good ground when it comes to standing on the word of God right we need to go into Matthew when Jesus is speaking about the parable the parables of the seeds my bad when Jesus is talking about the parables about the seeds in Matthew 13 right um, I think it's from verse 5 let me go to my notes verse 5 through 8 yes that's that's what this whole thing is based off so Matthew 13 verse 5 through 8 now I'm gonna read Matthew 13 let me get my Bible app real quick Matthew 13 5 through 8 guys have a little grace for me please <laughs> because this is my first episode Um, I'm not reading completely off of a script. I'm just going where the Lord leads me, right? So Matthew 13, verse 5 through 6. Now, verse 5 starts off saying, Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and shocked them. Right? Shocked or choked? Oh, my bad. It's choked. (laughs) Laughing moment of the episode. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. I don't know where I saw S in that. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. And that that's where verse 8 ends. And going back to my notes here, I was speaking about us representing those seeds us being people women and men of God proclaiming Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior proclaiming Jesus Christ as the Son of God right and the question that was posed was are we going to be like the seeds in Matthew 13 5 through 6 right are we going to be the ones that fell on rocky ground right quick to profess the name of Jesus but just as quick to die down and cast him aside when the heat is on are we gonna get scorched up right when the when the world is telling us these things that are lies from the enemy are we going to get scorched up from that heat that's on us or are we gonna stand grounded and rooted in the word of God like the seeds and um right Matthew 8 right So, I'm going to go back to Matthew 7 real quick, 
right? Matthew 7 states, other seeds fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked them. Now, the question that that was posed here is, are we going to be the seeds that are choked by the thorns? Meaning we go and we say, oh, we are saved. But we're still holding on to our old life until we ultimately give up because we love sin more than we love him. Now, that hit home for me because when we are not fully aware of the magnitude of what we're receiving when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we are too living from a fleshly perspective when we're too rooted in our flesh to whereas we're more rooted in how we feel than what is eternal right going back to second corinthians 4 verse 18 where he said so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen thank you holy spirit now are we going to be so rooted in our flesh that we are fixed on how we feel like feelings are fleeting if we know anything about emotions they never stay so what what do we think of when we when we when we're putting into perspective okay we're saved but we're still living a lukewarm lifestyle the simple answer is we're not fully aware of the glory of God. We're not fully aware of the benefits of following God's wisdom, right? Following the word of God and living by the word because the fruits of the spirit is going to automatically start cultivating in you once you truly accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So we can be quote unquote saved <laughs> but we're not truly saved if you if you really be honest with yourself right and then we go down to Matthew 13 verse 8 now we're in like the good soil right that's the name of this episode good soil now we're in good soil right where the seeds fell on good soil and produced grain some at a hundredfold some 60 some 30 now when you think about good soil, you think about nourishment, you think about just, you know, abundance in nutrients. So you're nourishing what, what's been planted there, right? So it can grow and grow just unbelievably a lot. I don't know what how to verbalize that. But when you think about good soil, right as as it pertains to the body of Christ right we need to be so rooted in the word of god fully armored up and act and actively being fishers of men like jesus called all the men in matthew 4 verse 18 through 20 to be but we ain't going to get get into that right but truly armored up in the word of god right and Forsake all others, forsake our old lives, forsake our jobs, forsake our livelihoods, forsake everything that we fully depend on, fully depend on for this physical life to sustain us in this physical life and turn our dependency onto Jesus, onto our Lord and Savior, onto God, right? 
and fully be in that trusting God moment. Because we all can say we trust God, but until we're actually forced to trust God, I was just talking about talking to a friend about this. We don't really trust God. It sounds cute when you say it, but we don't fully trust God until we're actually forced to trust him. And then we, after we're forced to trust him, now it's up to us to make it a habit of trusting him. Because after he forces you and then you realize, oh, I truly, really need him. Like, I can't just depend on my own understanding now. I really have to just rely on his understanding, on his knowledge, on his wisdom. And on who he says he is which is our provider or protector right he is lord over our lives so therefore we have to surrender our lives to him right or backbone truly needs to be in the word of god right the sword of the spirit is the word of god right there's nothing it can't do my kids watch uh, my kids watch a show called bible man and it's on pure flicks if y'all don't know about it get into it right um and that's my 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 little escape from the world right I, i i subscribe to that because i don't want my kids exposed to certain things like you can't trust nobody out here but that's besides the point The sword of the spirit is the word of God. So are we going to stay armored up? Are we going to seek the word of God? Are we going to read our Bibles every day so that our faith can be so rooted in good soil that it grows out of our love and adoration for God, for Jesus Christ? Um, But yeah, man, body of Christ, we have a lot of work to do, right? Because I don't think there's many of us that can truly say as believers that we trust in him that much that we will give our lives up for him. Because we're too, we're too focused on the physical realm. We're, we're not, we're not really adept in spiritual talk. We're not really as spiritual as we say we are. Air quotes, (laughs) right? We're not as spiritual as we say we are, right? So we really do need to get into that um get into that that admiration for the word of god by actually reading it and studying it and like just digging deep because it's easy to be deceived in this world and it's easy to get lost right and while i was writing these notes down that i'm reading from the Lord said to me, till the soil. And I wrote that I'm not a farmer. Like, I don't know much about gardening at that point. Um, I definitely looked it up after this, but I don't know much about gardening. But when I did look up the purpose of tilling the soil, right? It says that the purpose of tilling is mixing organic matter into your soil, help it helps control weeds break up crusted soil or loosen up a small area of planting and when i saw that definition the holy spirit immediately worked its way in there and i wrote down that first of all god is good (laughs) 
that's the first thing. He found some way to use the definition for tilling soil to refer to the body of Christ and what we should do, right? We need to mix in the organic matter, which is the word, to help control the weeds, which is the lies of the enemy and objections of the gospel, right? Break up crusted soil and removing the rocks in the earth so the seed, which is the gospel, can take root and won't be scorched by the sun if left on the surface. And I said, glory be to God, because that alone right there just just solidified so many things for me. But we're not going to get too deep into it. This is just a message for the body of Christ, right? We need to till the soil, get into your word, right? Know God for yourselves before you get deceived by, you know, these false prophets that the Bible warned us was going to go out into this world, okay? We need to have the word take root in our hearts, right? Take root in our hearts so that we know for ourselves the word of God. Um, Excuse me. The Lord is advising us to start tilling a small area in our lives, guys, so that the gospel of Jesus Christ can take root in our hearts and feed it daily. Feed it daily with the word of God so that it may grow because even the largest oak tree, guys, started from a simple little seedling, right? That was a word. The largest oak tree, and we know oak trees are very large. The older, the larger right the largest oak tree started from a tiny little seedling never forget that now that was this was the first episode of for the glory of god podcast i'm excited for what god is doing in me and in the body of christ today and i cannot wait for the next episode. I can't wait to record the next episode for you guys. I am grateful for you guys joining me and all glory be to God. Have a great day, guys.